Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany, a podcast focused on holistic health, nutrition, biohacking, and more. I'm your host, Brittany Ford, registered holistic nutritionist and self-proclaimed biohacker. During the last 10 years, I've focused on healing my gut and hormonal issues through lifestyle changes, nutrition, and of course, biohacks. And now I teach others to do the same. I'm so excited you're joining me today. So let's dive right in. Welcome to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. I am so excited you are joining me today. Um, Today's a really cool episode because we're getting into a couple of topics I actually haven't talked about yet. Um, One of them, which is very near and dear to my heart, is being a female entrepreneur and finding, founding a new company um, and really looking into that and actually what it looks like on a day-to-day basis because I think it can kind of seem very glamorous from the outside. Um, But we're also talking about weighted blankets, which is something very new to me. I just recently received one um, and have been using it for, I think, like a month um, and love it. And we have the founder of Baloo living with us today. Her name is Elizabeth Grojean. And she founded a weighted blanket company uh, called Blue Living. And so, Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Brittany, hi. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited you're here as well. So I love that you are a female founder of your company. Um, I love that you're a female entrepreneur. And I really, like, when I listen to other podcasts, I love hearing women's stories. So I would love for you to share with us how you kind of got to this place of developing Baloo Living um, and yeah, like really what it looked like. Yes, um, there's quite a lot of story to it, I should say. Um, I have a background in marketing and had worked for about 15 years in New York in different industries, but sort of in a marketing capacity. And this was in 2017, I was starting to feel like I was looking for a lot of meaning through my work, but I wasn't finding sort of the same return as what I felt like I was giving in an emotional or fulfillment sense. And so I was a bit burned out. I left and I went to Bali to try to sort of reset myself, recenter, um, and had a lot of questions just about life in general and, and didn't quite know what move to make next. So kind of that process of stepping back, uh, taking myself outside of the environment that gives you messages all day long of what you're supposed to do and what success looks like was mm-hmm. the most important first step for me. Um, it felt like the scariest because it felt like I was I was uh, going contrary to what I thought other people expected of me uh, by sort of stepping off um, the, the racetrack, I guess, if you will. And that started a whole process for me of sort of reconnecting with my my own inner guidance system and uh, hearing what my heart was saying and and not being so influenced by outside noise around me. And I have to say, like, when I gave myself permission to start a project that was based on initially a way to make money and support myself. So very early stages, I was researching business models and decided that e-commerce looked the most appealing to me. I had a group of people around me that I could model after that were living by example, sort of these independent creative lives based on an e-commerce business model. Um, People I looked up to, you know, there's a former human rights lawyer uh, who had an eye mask company, other friends of mine around me. 
And they gave me permission to sort of step outside of maybe like what a corporate mold was that I had been defining my success by in the past. So um, another thing I noticed in this kind of process of stepping away was how much I had conditioned myself to always regard my work in terms of having to first and foremost be of service to others. And I think that's conditioning as a woman. I'm from the South also. So Mm -hmm. I had a tendency to think that it's selfish to not to serve myself first and that I've always got to be putting others first. So ironically, I gave myself permission to put myself first to start a business that would support me. And in doing so, I discovered a product that I became extremely passionate about. I, I discovered weighted blankets. I tried one. I fell in love with it. So it, it quickly became something that's much more of a passion project and the financial stuff follows. But I'm doing this because I love it and I get to, to help people every day and we get to practice business in a way that makes a difference for our communities, for our customers, through our give backs, you know, to the environment and to the um, nonprofit organizations that we support. And it was only in giving myself permission to kind of put myself first in my life that everything else fell away. And I was able to discover, I think, what I'd always been looking for, which was um, a way to really find fulfillment through my work. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's it's really ex- inspiring, honestly. Um, so like during that time of starting your business and now, did your health suffer at all? Or did you, because you were putting first yourself first, did you feel mm-hmm. um, almost healthier? Because like for myself, like with my own business, um, my health has definitely suffered because it's been very stressful and mm-hmm. overworked. And I've had to really like become very, very aware of this fine line of like, yes, there's all these things that need to be done, but also like taking care of yourself. And so I struggle with that. So I'm just curious if you have as well. Um, yes, I have definitely. And I'll say that in the beginning uh, phase of this business, I was taking amazing care of myself. I was uh, living in Bali. I mean, I was mm-hmm. doing yoga, drinking mm-hmm. coconuts, spending time brainstorming. And then I was, you know, executing the starting building blocks of the business. It was wonderful. And so many things were flowing in that state of being. And as the business grew, it became much more of a challenge to take care of myself. The business became the first priority. I kind of put myself on the back burner. And mm-hmm. it's definitely, it's been a challenge. The irony is that a lot of our messaging and what I want people to come away with after interacting with our brand is how important self-care is, how important time for yourself is. But even though I'm saying those things, it's a constant challenge um, to continue to to live that way and to practice that. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that from a lot of people. Um, A lot of even like people who go to like naturopathic med school, they're like learning how to mm-hmm. help people be healthier in a natural way. But during that time, they are so stressed and not healthy themselves and everything kind of goes out the window. So it's really tough. Like, honestly, it's, it is really tough. Um, so for the people out there listening who are self-starters or especially the female entrepreneurs, like what type of advice or recommendations would you give? Well, for myself, I gave myself permission to go all in on business, but 
I looked at it always as this is a chapter or a phase, like this isn't a permanent way to live. Um, Mm. So I think of it, like I also love this. This is from Eat, Pray, Love, which is perfect because it's also a book set in Bali. Uh, But there's a, a part that I took away from that book I really love, which is that balance isn't about having balance every day. It's about looking at your life and over the course of your life, how do you have balance? So some mm. chapters of my life may be really intense or all in on work or building my business. And that's okay. And that's appropriate because I'm fully committed to it. But make sure that over time, eventually you pull back and balance yourself in other ways. And I feel like that's been a really great experience for me because I've learned so much by kind of seeing how far I can go in one direction. I've learned what that's like. And now I can pull back from that and I say, okay, I don't want to live like that anymore. I now really understand how much it means to nurture myself. And when I nurture myself, life, like more flows out of me because really the business is an extension of me. So the better Mm -hmm. condition that I'm in, the better everything else around me will be. Um, One of the things that I've started doing most recently is just adding yoga back in and Mm. kind of fell away during Corona COVID because I got excited. I was like, yes, I don't have to do anything. I can just work all the time, Um, (laughs) which was great at first, but you know, you start to kind of wear out after a while. Yeah. So now my sister and I just do a half hour of uh, yoga on the Peloton app every morning and we're not in the same location, but we call each other. We're like, okay, hit start, go. And then we do our yoga separately. And that changes my whole day. I'm going to let you just sit on that for a moment while I talk to you about MFEs. So if you've been following me online, you know that this is my female EMF protecting underwear that's coming out very soon. Um, And we're opening for pre-orders. And it's been very interesting to start to hear feedback and kind of get some inspiration as well from uh, people who follow us online and people who email me in as well from the podcast. So the wait list is still open. Um, If you want to join that, those people will be the first to know when they drop and also will get a extra discount. And they, yeah, they're coming out soon. Um, The pre-orders will be at a, you know, lower rate than they will be, um, when we're just like fully functioning and that's just to really hear feedback and and test the market and see what you like and where we can improve. So I highly suggest you get on the wait list. So you're the first to know and look out for MFEs. Um, And if you're not following us on social media, please do so. You can follow us on Instagram at MFEs and co. That is our user handle. Um, Amazing. And enjoy the rest of this episode. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I find, um, having healthy habits like that can be really, really grounding, like whether it's yoga or um, like a hot bath at night or what, whatever it is, like whatever self-care looks like for you, um, but sticking mm-hmm. to it, right? And I also love what you said about like balance over time, not like balance just in a day. Like we go through seasons of high intensity with work, with stress, Um, and then we go through seasons where just like you said, like everything is flowing and we're just chilling and we're like, wow, this is great. (laughs) This is so easy. Um, yeah, I've, I've definitely noticed that. And yeah, I just think that's really, really important to keep in mind. Um, it can be hard to actually keep perspective when you're in the thick of things. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, during the day for you, like what is your typical day look like in terms of 
I mean, maybe you don't have a balance every day, but mm-hmm. some sort of self-care or healthy habits and your work. For me, the simple things are starting with some kind of movement in the morning, which is right now yoga. Um, I have one cup of coffee, no more. <laughs> and I start work around nine or 10 and I generally have meetings or you know work that I need to do. I'm in front of my computer until maybe six or seven, but throughout the day, it's it's this is one of my goals is to get up from the table and move around at least once an hour because that sitting thing, you know, is so bad for us. Um, drinking lots of water and then just making sure that I have easy, healthy, accessible food around me so that I don't let too much time go by without eating. And then when I get hungry, that the food I have that's easy is really healthy. So there's like speaking of habits, you know, there's there's the few things that I make. It's like the fruit smoothie or it's the veggie taco or things that I can go to without thinking. Cause you know, during the workday, you can only make so many decisions. You get decision fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, so make it really easy for yourself by having the things that support you throughout the day around you. And then also it's easy to grab and take the temptations out of the way. So when you're like low blood sugar or hungry that you don't grab those. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, as a nutritionist myself, like when I recommend that to clients, um, they, they see results, right? So something that really helps me is like on a Sunday, I will batch make, um, healthy muffins or, you know, Mm -hmm. that ones that actually have quite a lot of vegetables in them. Um, so then during the week, exactly like you said, like instead of spending time creating something, I can just grab one and know that this is healthy and this is supporting me, um, rather than reaching for a bag of chips or like (laughs) something, another cup of coffee. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and I've also yeah. stopped. Uh, I'm sorry. Another thing that I think is important yeah. is is to set an ending time because I personally mm. don't know when to stop, and I'll just go, 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 and then I find if I do that, I really wear myself out. So mm. you've got. I have to set an ending for my my work day. It stops at at a certain time. You know, I've got my last meeting, and then wrap it up and go be with my family or call a friend mm. or do something else that's gives back to me instead of me giving out to the company. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I actually, um, I write down when I start working and I write down when I end every day and like, it'll say like 8.15 to 5.15 or whatever it is. Um, And I found that has helped me so much because before doing that as like an entrepreneur who works online and you're working from home, it kind of just feels like everything blurs and, and I'm like, how many hours a day do I even work? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Um, And then you start tracking it, and you're like, wow, okay, like this is how much I'm working. Um, I'm working on weekends. (laughs) I have no life. Okay, let's like rein this in a bit. Um, Uh Yeah. So that's that sounds like you have a lot of self awareness, which is really awesome. Um, In terms of like the success of Blue Living, what do you think has been the? And you might not have an answer for this, but the single best mm-hmm. thing that you've done that's really helped propel your business to to success? I would say two things. One is we have an amazing quality of product, which mm-hmm. feels different when you receive it compared to competitors. Um, and we spend a lot more on our product. We're the only one that's made without any polyester components in the inside. Um, so it's it's having a product that we feel really confident in and that our customers tell us really helps them. Um, and they feel the difference when they receive it. Um, I think you can have a lot of great marketing and packaging and buzz, but then if the product doesn't really stand up to that, uh, that's that's a problem. And then the other thing is our customer service. Um, so 
one of the challenges I had for myself when launching this business was almost, well, a real sense of hesitation around creating a product at large scale that would become a consumer good that people would buy, you know, in a consumerist way. And I was really living a lifestyle that was antithetical to that. So I wanted Mm -hmm. to take the approach that if we're doing this, we're really doing it first and foremost to help people. And that means that if they call us, a human answers the phone and it's someone that really understands the product and is there to listen to them. And my mom actually answers our phones. So she's a trained life coach and a family parenting educator. She has this amazing background in empathy. So sometimes if the way we can be of service isn't by selling or shipping you a weighted blanket, it's instead to listen to you because you really have a lot of anxiety and a big a problem you're hoping this product will solve, then that human connection can provide value to your life. I mean, it's, it's anything we can do to be there for people, whether it involves our product or not. And so we have so much great feedback from customers um, who notice that I think it's really rare these days to mm-hmm. A, have a phone number, and then B, when you call that number, to have it be someone on that picks up the phone and you don't get a, a, mess, a recorded message. And then they can help you solve your problem right away. It's, it's really refreshing, actually. Um, so I think those two things are the, the biggest things that we've done. Yeah. I love that your mom does that. That is amazing. Um, <laughs> I have called so many, honestly, so many businesses and you get the um, recorded message and I get so frustrated, like within 2.2 seconds, I like automatically click zero because I just think it's going to take me to a human being. Um, and it, it's frustrating because everything is so automated now. And you know, with e-commerce, like it's I dehumanizing. Understand, it, it's dehumanizing. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 It's. I understand scaling businesses and like working online and working through technology in order to be able to give something to somebody. But how do you keep that human aspect? Um, yeah. And I think like you're doing it well, like with having your mom help you like that. Yes. I mean, she you she couldn't be a better. We call her a customer. Um, customer advocate, because really that's what she is. She's contacting me, Elizabeth, can I give this person a credit? They're, they're so sweet. Um, so um, yeah, she's more like a marketing person than she is, uh, you know, like over, people consider customer service to be overhead. And I don't think of it that way. And we're, we're still a small enough business that we can do things this way, but I think we'll always continue mm-hmm. to do them this way, even if it costs more. Um, you get what you pay for. I think I'd like to interrupt this podcast today to talk to you about Inside Tracker. So, the truth is that people age at different speeds. The date that marks your birthday doesn't necessarily reflect your body's biological age, or known as your inner age, with Inside Tracker. Learning your biological age can definitely seem daunting at first, and I felt the same way when I did this test. But it's more than just a simple measurement, it's a starting point for you to take control of your health and wellness journey. Inside Tracker is a personalized nutrition platform that analyzes your blood, DNA, lifestyle, and now fitness trackers to help you optimize your performance from the inside out. First, they analyze your body's biomarker data to offer you a clear picture of what's going on inside. Then they provide science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes and track your progress every step of the way. If you're interested in this, definitely check it out. I'm so, so happy I did it. I learned a lot about what's going on for me. You can use my discount code, Brittany through the link in the show notes. 
and that will get you 25% off both testing your biological age and any of the other tests and products as well. So that's Biohacking Brittany for 25% off. Yeah, absolutely. Do you find that you struggle with um, keeping a human aspect on your social media as well? Or do you think like that is also a great place where you shine with that? I think we're doing an okay job with it. I think it's expressing the brand well. Um, Our marketing coordinator, Sydney, who manages our social media is doing a great job, but we're a small team and we're all doing so much that I personally feel um, like I'm not able to express myself the way that I feel the brand through social Mm -hmm. media right now. But it's just it's just because we're doing so much. But we I do think it's coming through to people. I don't think we're a brand. You know, we are slightly more expensive or I'd say quite a bit more expensive than the most um, the cheapest options. If you go to Amazon, you can find weighted blankets for like 60, 70, 80 dollars. They're usually being sold directly from Chinese factories. So they're they're just you know, the person you're buying it from on Amazon is actually a Chinese factory that you're buying from. And I think that the person that can interact with our website or our social media does feel and resonate with what it is that we're really trying to communicate and what we're standing for. But I guess that's a long answer to say that we can always do better, but we're doing a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's hard to constantly be creating content but have it feel like it's so genuine to you, the founder, um, and like Mm -hmm. your voice is coming through, right? Like your personal story, your personal brand. Um, Because especially when you guys, I mean, obviously you're quite successful. So, you know, the quicker you grow, it's so easy to lose that. Um, But -hmm. I've been on your social media page. Like I've been on your Instagram and I love it. And And I see the authenticity come through from that. So definitely know that <laughs> from my, my perspective. You. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, Sydney, Sydney's really incredible and she completely understands our brand and connects with it. So she's doing an amazing job. I just wish I could be the one doing it, but I can't do everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it like, and this is something that I'm currently struggling with, but you know, you started the business and now it's at obviously a, a better, not a better, but a more extensive point than it was when you first started. Um, so have you kind of taken a step back and let it be less of your business and more of its own entity now? Um, and if you have, like, is that transition difficult? Like kind of like your little baby growing up type of thing? There were definitely um, moments in time when it was painful for me and I took those experiences and grew with them. I think that I'm in a place now, so we've been in business for three years and in e-commerce or online years, that's a long time, even though it's only three years. Um, So I remember our first Christmas when we had a bunch of shipping errors and um, we'd gotten this major piece of press. We sold everything in two days and then some products got mislabeled and they got misshipped to customers. I felt as upset for each individual order as if I had broken my word to a person who had placed their faith in me. And I took that so seriously and I still do, but I would never be able to survive if I felt that way about every mistake that happens or everything Mm -hmm. we don't get perfectly. So I had to really grow up and give the business its own, 
you know, it has its own identity and it is, it, it is, we have a bigger team now. We're still small. We're five people <laughs> counting my mother on customer service. Um, so it's a pretty small team, but, but it has its own life. Um, and I just love as we grow, uh, being able to see the impact that we're able to have and how much more we're able to do. And then being able to work with people that have, self-selected themselves and vice versa. You know, they've said, I really get value and understand what it is that you're doing um, and love being able to work with people in that sort of set of circumstances where they're contributing so much to our business, but it's it's going both ways. Um, it's really enriching. So um, this year is the first year that I've been able to step back and not work like 12 to 14 hour days. I'm working eight, eight or 10 hour days and not on weekends. So after doing that for two years, you know, I'm really quite happy <laughs> to be putting some distance between myself and the business. Good, good. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Um, did you find an increase in customers or sales during the pandemic, like just from an e-commerce standpoint, like more people online, but also like the increase in anxiety people have and sleep problems and looking for solutions? We definitely did. Um, going backwards to March when the news was first hitting, and I think we were all in this collective state of shock, like holding mm -hmm. our breath, um, there was definitely a pause in, I'd say, shopping and consuming in general. Starting mm -hmm. around April, I think people started to realize that this is here to stay. They started looking for natural solutions to sleep and anxiety, um, and we've seen huge growth. Um, for 2020 and it's continuing in this year over last year. So I do think weighted blankets are something that people are still learning about and hearing about uh, oftentimes for the first time. So there's a lot of room to grow in the market. Um, but I think especially now when there's this emphasis on, um, you know, anxiety and sleep and also the fact that we're at home and we're spending money on things that make us feel good while we're at home since we're not able to go out or travel. Um, so we're seeing, we're seeing that lift as well. Cool. That's, that's, that's awesome. Um, what are the common benefits that your customers see from using the blankets? But my favorite ones to hear about are people who say, you know, I haven't slept for an eight hour stretch in years mm -hmm. and I slept for like 10 or 12 hours last night without waking up. That is so fun to hear. Um, other stories we love hearing are people who are able to go to sleep really quickly, who might have struggled for, you know, an hour, two hours to fall asleep sometimes. Um, those are the two main responses that we get, which is, you know, that's what it's really intended for is to soothe the nervous system, help your body relax the fight or flight. Um, there's a lot of, uh, responses and chem chemical changes happening in the body from the blanket. Uh, that really support deep relaxation and sleep. And then we know people are using it as well, just at home um, to, to calm or soothe anxiety, like get home from a stressful day, use it to decompress and kind of transition from your work day to your evening or um, even to calm and soothe panic attacks. We hear about that. So there's, when you imagine sort of what it's doing to your body, there's a lot of use cases for different ways that people are using it to take care of themselves. That's awesome. Yeah. So I was saying before we, we started recording, um, I have your throw 
and my partner and I share it on the bed at nighttime. Um, <laughs> and we love it. Like, honestly, like I, I just feel very, um, like secure with it on. I don't know if that's the right word, but like, I just feel like, cause it's so weighted and cozy and you're just like, you're, it's like someone tucked you in. You know what I mean? Like it feels so nice in bed. Yeah. Um, it, it's the best feeling. It really is. And I, I haven't used any other weighted blankets before yours. Um, but I knew about them and I, I know there's quite like some hype growing around them right now. Um, but I can totally see how it would help people with anxiety or stress as well, like a hundred percent. Yeah. And I can explain like why that's happening is it's, it's not just a placebo, um, thing that's happening. Um, it's more than just a blanket or feeling cozy or cuddly. What's actually happening is, um, a response called, um, well, the, the, the mechanism is called deep pressure touch, which has been studied. There have been many studies showing how deep pressure touch helps the body and then what's happening in the body. Um, and primarily what's happening is your cortisol level is decreasing, which is the stress hormone, as we all know. And then your serotonin and dopamine levels are naturally rising. And serotonin is actually... Uh, the hormone that converts naturally to melatonin. So that's triggering your, your circadian rhythm that it's time to sleep. So what I love so much about it is compared to some of these more active practices that we might have to self-soothe or calm or ground ourselves, which are all wonderful, like yoga and meditation, I would say, are in that category. This is a really passive um, activity where you lie down literally and put this blanket on you and then your body reacts and responds in this like intuitive primal way that's so surprising mm -hmm. for the first time when it happens mm -hmm. um but so wonderful because it, it's i agree it's it's like that feeling of being held but it's almost takes you back to when you were younger and you felt so secure and safe while you're being held it's 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 surprising the first time you experience it yeah yeah definitely um, I want to ask if you have any new products coming. I was actually watching, um, I think it was Shark Tank and I saw this woman created a weighted blanket for babies. So it was kind of like, it wasn't really a blanket. It was more of like a sleeper and, um, mm -hmm. cause like babies can't, um, at nighttime they can't have blankets. So it's like a, yeah, like a tied up sleeper. And it was weighted and she was saying that her baby never slept throughout the night. And then she started using this like weighted mechanism and now her baby sleeps like 12 hours a night, like doesn't wake up and is just amazing. Um, so have you thought about wow. something, something like that or like, yeah, what's coming down the pipeline? Yes. Um, so I'm really excited to be launching children's weighted blankets. Um, cool. We are bringing those out this month. They should definitely be out sometime in March. Um, and our 12 pound throw, which is the one that you have, I mean, it, all of our blankets really work great for kids. Um, mm -hmm. Kids really respond super well because they're so sensitive and open in general. Um, I, I joke because I had a friend who had a business idea and she was like, I said to her, how can I help you or how can I support you? And she said, can you get me a nanny and then I'll be able to launch my business? Well, I sent her away to blanket. And she sent me a picture of her 12-year-old on the couch. And she's like, you sent me a nanny. He hasn't moved for two hours. <laughs> um, yeah. So 
Uh, but the children's blankets that we're launching will just be a little bit smaller and lighter. And instead of being in our, our white pebble white color, they're going to be dyed with vegetable dye. So they have different cute. color options and a cute story behind the colors. Um, Good. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I can see that totally helping children as well. Honestly, like they they can help anyone, I think, from any age because we all kind of can be stressed out or have anxiety and need to calm down, um, <laughs> especially yeah. maybe children who run around all the time. <laughs> yes, definitely. I, I like to say that weighted blankets are for anybody that has a body. Oh, I, mean, I love that. You just need to kind of, it also helps you just kind of put yourself back in your body and feel more grounded and, and kind of like peaceful yeah. where you are. Yeah. Um, I have a little puppy and I'm, I'm going to put the blanket on him. <laughs> I want to see what he does because <laughs> sometimes he is a lot in an apartment. So it's, uh, mm. yeah. I think, yeah, something for pets would be a lot of fun, but we haven't, we haven't started the R and D on that one yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. This was great. Um, how can people connect with you and where can they go to get one of your blankets? Yes. Uh, so the best way to find us is on our website, which is baloo.living.com and that's spelled B-A-L-O-O. And our Instagram is at baloo.living. And that's probably the best way to reach me. Honestly, we're such a small team that any DM that goes there, I can, I can see. So yeah. Amazing. Thank you so awesome. much for having me. It was really fun to talk about um, some of my favorite topics, which are entrepreneurship um, and weighted blankets. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, feel free to screenshot this episode and tag me if you'd like me to respond. I really hope you enjoyed it and learned something new. If you have a question about your health, my DMs are always open and I'm currently taking new clients. Thanks and see you next time.